0: Name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We are celebrating tonight the feast of St. Bartholomew, who in the New Testament is thought to be identified also with Nathaniel of John's Gospel because John doesn't have a Bartholomew and they seem to correspond. Uh, Bartholomew could be a, a son of Ptolemy, could be a sort of a, a surname, and then Nathaniel might be his sort of given name. The tradition of St. Bartholomew is he went to uh, India and to Armenia in his apostolic work. There's thought that a gospel of Matthew was found in India, left by uh, St. Bartholomew. And by tradition, he was martyred uh, by being skinned alive. Not a very attractive idea. Um, We also have an interesting connection with St. Bartholomew as a a parish. Uh, At the very foundation of our parish, there was a project to bring, to buy a redundant English church and bring it over from England and reconstruct it here in Newport Beach. And it was a serious project, got press attention. The church also had a little blurb in Time magazine about it. Ultimately, it was... Not successful, because, uh, well, for a thousand reasons, but one was they wouldn't sell it to us. Um, <laughs> but uh, but this was Saint Bartholomew in in, in England, a church in. Um, uh, The name of Caesar is escaping me now. But interesting tradition about St. Bartholomew and the cult in England is that the relics of St. Bartholomew were supposedly translated to Rome at some point in time, and Canterbury got an arm. And this arm of St. Bartholomew perpetuated the cult of St. Bartholomew in England, which accounts for a number of churches dedicated to him in the country. What we know about St. Bartholomew is all known from tradition. There's very little historical evidence about it. and This is typical with many of the apostles where not a lot is known. A lot depends upon tradition. And sometimes the tradition expands in inverse proportion to what is known, kind of grows. And sometimes this can be developed into kind of hagiography, which makes the saints seem sort of unreal, you know, even sometimes the glory, the, the whole idea of being skinned alive is kind of portrayed as, it's, it's sort of a, a glorious martyrdom, but it obscures the fact that it's very difficult and painful, and what is known of St. Bartholomew then as a theme of his life story is that he had to leave his country, sometimes we forget that, we think, oh, they're going to go on a mission, he had to leave his country forever, a country which uh, was subsequently destroyed, if you forget that, Israel ceased to be a nation in the first century. He was sent to preach in distant lands, far away from his home country. Uh, he suffered greatly in so doing and ended up as, as, a, as a martyr. And this is the apostolic vocation. It is the vocation to leave the familiar and comfortable in order to serve others for Christ. That's a very movement that we're all called to share in. We share in this vocation. We may not be called to go to a far country to preach the gospel, but metaphorically, we're all called to leave the comfortable, leave that sort of flight from the pain and being comfortable in the world, leave the world, and serve others for Christ with our gifts This vocation, this apostolic vocation, requires humility, and this is highlighted, this call to humility is highlighted by our gospel, where there's an argument about who would be the greatest, and Jesus uh, highlights that greatness in the kingdom is achieved by serving. The one who is going to be the greatest must be the servant, so that In this, values of the kingdom. If we really want to be great in the kingdom of God, we have to see how we are called to use the gifts we have been given to serve others faithfully. And as we do that, we may not always get a lot of worldly recognition. People may not always pat us on the back. There may not always be a a plaque or a a party, but this is the way to greatness in the kingdom of God, remembering that our Lord and apostles like Bartholomew were. From the standpoint of the world, failures. Their mission ended up with their death, but we celebrate them because this service, this faithfulness unto death, brings the crown of everlasting life. And Jesus says an interesting thing in this gospel where, where he, after he tells him about the, uh, the he serves as great as he says, you are those who have continued with me in my temptations. And the temptations, the word for temptation in Greek is the same as trial. So it's sufferings, temptations, all the obstacles that come with his ministry. And because they had continued with him in his trials, Jesus said he bestowed on them a kingdom that they may eat and drink with him. And his father in in the kingdom. And so our vocation is not to run from discomfort. But to continue with Christ in his trials. And in the trials we all share to our participation in the cross. In the hope that we also will inherit our share of the kingdom. That we will eat and drink with him in, in in the heavenly kingdom. Tonight we honor Father Ted. Who has been with us as a faithful servant, who has continued with us in our trials in Christ? He came to us a while back and put in the time and effort to become a priest for us and served us faithfully in that capacity as a priest. And he is now being sent to India and Armenia, <laughs> also known as Tennessee. And we pray for him as he goes, that God would be with him. we pray that he will not suffer the fate of Bartholomew in Armenia, but that whatever trials God brings his way, uh, God's blessing will rest upon him, that his ministry will be blessed, that we will stay connected to him, and that we together will eat and drink with our Lord in his kingdom. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.